The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. I am not good at the pain conversation. I also think that I'm either getting nervous or something where I could, I ask a question and then whatever response they give me, I'm like, good enough. Moving on. Next question. Good enough. Moving on. So let's roll. And then when you want I get me to, to demonstrate that. And by the way, guys, I've got a podcast in 12 minutes. Yeah. So if you're like, why is my chippity choppity? I always stay if I have time, but this today I don't. So would it be more beneficial for you Gregorio, yes. if you bought or if you sold? Uh, if I right now bought, can, bought, bought, you want to buy. Okay. And be a very yeah. typical person that you're having trouble with. All right. So I'm going to come in. Hey, Gregorio. Thanks for inviting me out. By the way, I always start with thanks for inviting me out. Cause they did invite you out. You are there to help their pain. You're not a door to door salesperson. This is something they called you and asked for your help. So you got to make sure everyone's on that same page right off the bat. Um, I know we set some ground rules when we talked on the phone yesterday, but I've slept since then. Just want to make sure we're still on the same page. You still have 20 minutes uninterrupted time or however much time you feel that you need. Just agree on the phone. Good. I'm going to turn my phone off in front of them yep. so they know we're here. Um, you understand the goal here is not for me to sell you something. It's to get crystal clear on um, what's what's going on. And uh, and if I can, and offer a solution. And if we're part of that solution, great. If I know somewhere else better, I'll do that. And if I have nothing, I can't help you, I'll do that. Are we still cool with that? Cool. For me to do that, I'm going to have to ask a bunch of questions and really understand the problem. So I'm not here to just say, give me this money for me to clean your, your house. I'm here to understand what's going on, what your frustration is and help you solve it. And I'm going to have to ask some questions, do that. Are we cool? Cool. Um, for whatever reason during this, I'm like, this is not the guy for me. I don't think I can help. Can I tell you? Great. If for whatever reason, um, you think I'm not a good fit on price on looks on whatever you just think I'm a pain in your ass. You'll just tell me, right? Right. Great. If I know I can help you and you feel like I can help you. What would you like? I have to see happen next. They say, I've got to talk to my husband, which I should have said on the phone before. I'm not going to do the call. <clears throat> um, yeah. Great. When this is important enough and we get it all solved and we got everything here, let me know. I don't want to try and solve a problem that we can't solve. It's not fair to you. And it's not, it's just a waste of all of our time. So let me know when you're ready. Um, typically they'll do that on the phone. Rarely will they hit that with you here, but I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Even try and get pain. If like, I got to talk to my husband. Great. Well, when your husband's here, we can talk. So apparently I have two problems to solve his and yours totally fine. But if he's not willing to spend the 20 minutes to figure out to really get to the bottom of it, uh, no offense, I'm not willing to invest my time either. So he's got to be at least committed to solve this problem as much as you are, or why the hell am I here? Um, but assuming that's not the case, um, we agree. Yep. If the end of, if I'll tell you if I'm not a fit, you'll tell me if you're not a fit, if we are fit, we're going to go forward. Fantastic. So what made you, now we're going to start role-playing. What made you invite me out today, Gregorio? <clears throat> uh, well, I had to let go of my uh, previous cleaner. So I'm looking for a new cleaner. What new cleaning made, company. Well, I don't want to have the same problems you had before. What What made you let them go? Uh, well, they weren't consistent with their time. Sometimes they would show up or sometime, you know, an hour after their schedule, they would call in saying they're not coming. Yikes. Um, and the quality quality wasn't at, like, I mean, it was okay. So which is the, which is the most frustrating for you, them not showing up on time or doing poor quality? Uh, I think the quality, quality, and then the being on time. 
All right, we'll talk about both, but let's start with quality. Um, how's that make you feel when you come home and you paid whatever you agreed and your house doesn't look the way that you wanted? How's that make you feel? Well, I'm frustrated because I'm paying for it and I'm asking for, I think, something simple, but apparently it's like rocket science. Can't get done. So how's that frustration show up for you? Is it anger? Is it like sick feeling, put your stomach, your heart racing? How's that physically show up? Anger. Anger. Like if it happens once or twice, but like it's a consistent thing, I just kind of want to punch a hole in the wall. Wow. Okay. So first of all, by the way, guys, you see, we have pain. Like the man just said, he wants to punch a hole in the wall for God's sakes. The guy, the dude's got pain. Um, so in a real 20 minute pain conversation, which we don't have, I'd probably dive a little deeper into that, but remember we go back and forth in time. How long has this been happening? How's that made you feel this whole time? What's going to happen in the future if you can't solve this and then side to side, who else in your life is this affecting? So I got lots of ways I can go. I've already got, when someone says something, I, it makes me want to punch a hole in the wall. I've got pain. So I'm going to dive deeper on that. But since everyone can kind of see like, that's a pretty easy one or say, just skip it. I say, I'm not good at this. I completely missed. There's a huge opportunity here. And I go on. Great. So Gregorio, um, and we're just going to pretend you're the husband, she's the wife, but most often I understand it's going to be the reverse. Um, I'm married. And if my wife felt like she was going to punch a hole through the wall because of somebody that we were paying to come into our house, I know that would affect me. How is this starting to affect your relationship with your wife yet? always with the yet, right? Cause now if they go, no, everything's fine. The yet shows it is going to, cause it will. So has it started to affect your relationship with your wife yet? Uh, not yet. Okay. So is that because you're holding it in or she just hasn't noticed or she doesn't care? Um, I mean, we both can see that the quality is not, not great and it's both annoying for both of us that, you know, the, the way that they're showing up and, and all that, uh, we're not arguing about it or anything like that. It's just sort of like, a uh, we can, we both, we're both frustrated about it. Okay. So you both have the separation separately. Is it more that when you and by the way, X, Y questions are great. Is it more X or Y? And it's great. Cause I'm going to guess two painful things and he's either going to glom onto one or he's going to know it's this other third thing. Either way we get good information. So is it more that you come home when you feel like your day is ruined or more you're stressed out how you're going to feel when you come home? Cause the cleaners are there and you're, you're going to be let down again. Um, it's not a, it's not a stress. Well, what I deal with is like telling people and training people uh, like all day. And I don't want to have to deal with that when I get home, that something simple isn't getting done and I'm paying for it to get done, you know, uh, good money. Right. So it, it, it really is like a frustration and anger to why the, why the hell can't it just feel simple? I can't get done, you know? So at this point, I feel like I've got pretty good pain. And by the way, this is going to be a 20 minute conversation. I'm trying to grow you in seven. So feel free to let it breathe and have a little more time. So at this point, I'm going to probably ask my two final questions. Why now? And um, what's going to happen if you don't get this fixed, right? Remember backwards and forwards. Forwards is what's going to happen if you don't get this fixed. So Gregorio, um, and I might even skip the why now because he said my person just quit. But sometimes that means they quit a month ago, they quit whatever. So I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm going to throw that bait out there and see if he bites. And if he does great, if not, I'll move on to that. So Gregorio, obviously you called me out today. 
um, typically something specifically happened to make you do that? What specifically happened to make this a right now kind of problem? Uh, well, I literally just fired uh, my cleaner like today. Um, so, so what happens if you don't get this, if you don't get her replaced or them replaced in a week or a month or six months? Uh, well, the, the house is probably just going to get dirtier and dirtier and dirtier. Uh, you know, we're a busy family, so you know, we don't always have time to do the so cleaning. When the house gets um, dirty, who does that affect? Yeah. Who does that affect most? You, your, 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 your wife, or your kids? Uh, going side to side. Prob- that affect most? Yeah, probably, probably me a little bit more because I like to have things, you know, in order. And does that frustrate you internally where you're just unhappy in your own home or is it externally where you're short with your family? See, I'm still going back side to side. Uh, internally, internally. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, I can, it's like a manifestation of pain right in the brain for it. So now, and again, I've done a short version, but hopefully you guys are seeing, I'm not doing anything magic. There's nothing I'm doing. They're like, Oh my gosh, I could never do that. Now I'm probably going to sum up. So what I hear you saying, Gregorio is, if you don't get this solved, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Your frustration's already at punching a fist through the wall. Hasn't started to affect your family yet, but they're frustrated. You're frustrated. So far, you haven't blown up at one another. Did I get that right? Yes. Yes. Right. And how? And the reason you need to get this fixed now is your cleaners already quit. We're done. So how committed are you to get this taken care of right away? Uh, I'll give you my credit card right now. Well, that's easy enough. Done. Hey, new friend, love that you are here. If you want more Cleaning Nation, more us, you can check us out on YouTube. Similar content, you just get to see each other. It's totally free. Or if you want to say, hey, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, join our free Facebook group. We love hearing from you, Cleaning Nation. That's what makes it magic. Jump on, we'll see you there. Um, so what part of that, Gregorio, did you feel like, yeah, but, or I couldn't, or what part is scary to you, if any? Um, it's pretty simple. I think you guys can hear it again over and over. I think, uh, I just need maybe a few more reps. Okay. Um, and sort of just like breathe and yeah, like just ask questions, right? Understand what, what's happening. So let me give you guys a framework. I think that'll be more helpful than continued training. And I'll I'll get it. You know, I'm going to be on these calls every week till, till you don't need me anymore. Um, but what I would do, and this is how I train my own sales teams is three is the perfect number. By the way, you have a buyer, just basically what we did. Um, we had a buyer, a seller, and as opposed to an observer, we had three observers. So you only need one observer. Um, if I was a three of you, Becca, uh, Jessica Gregorio, and then Tiffany, you could probably do this with Christian find one other commercial. So you'd always have a buyer, sell an observer. Um, the, how that role play would work is we were doing an official training would be, we would do that. And let's just say Jessica was the assigned observer. Um, we did that. I would do what I did. So Gregorio, what are you missing? He go, nothing. I felt reps like, and I go, how did you feel? Right. Cause if he felt shitty as the buyer and I told him to make someone else feel that way, Gregorio is not going to do that. But if he's like, no, I felt comfortable. That was, there was nothing weird about that. Um, so his feedback would have been, I just need more reps. My feedback is the seller would be whatever I did. Well, I didn't dive deep enough here. I could have here, whatever. And then Jessica, believe it or not, she's going to give the most value because Gregorio's too busy trying to play buyer. So he's not smart enough to see all three roles. I'm too busy trying to sell. And I'm certainly not smart enough to see what I did right or wrong. I'm in it. I think I'm great. Jessica was the only one that had no role other than to observe. So her feedback, believe it or not, is going to be the, the what's the best for all of us. So Jessica will get the most value because she 
A, got to sit and watch without any pressure. Gregory and I both had pressure. B, she's forced to articulate that in a way that makes sense. So you're, you get to learn like twice. You get to learn it and then you get to teach it. So you get the most. Gregorio and I learned because we get to feel what it felt like to buy or sell. And then we get really good feedback from someone that was able to do it. And in a training session, um, you might take 10 or 15 minutes and you do it three times. So everybody buys. So we'd all switch. Next time I would buy, Gregorio would sell. No, Gregorio would be the, everyone gets to do each role one time. So if I'm the three of you guys, obviously I'll do, you know, every time I do it, I'll either be buying or selling with somebody and everyone else is observing, but I would get on, you know, a call, the three of you and just be like, Hey, let's just, you know, and these zoom calls are great. Let's just do it three times. And so everyone buys, everyone sells, everyone observes. Um, after the role play, the buyer gives his feedback, the uh, seller gives her feedback. And then the observer gives his or her feedback. Does that make sense? And that's how I train my sales team, by the way. I've trained lots of sales teams that exact way. And you just repeat, repeat. Because when Gregorio says, I need more reps, that's how you get more reps. Um, well, that's how you get more reps without practicing in front of a customer. You can also do it in front of a customer, but those are a little more expensive. <laughs> if you screw it up in front of Jessica, yes. it didn't cost you 200 bucks to get her you know, on the phone. Um, that gets you what you need, Gregorio? Yes. You don't sound convinced, luckily. Um, you know, we got our Thursday call and then our Friday call, and you can open help tickets and you can uh, do calls with these three or yeah. your, your folks. So you've got support. Ladies, any questions? Um, ladies, dogs, any questions from anyone else? Everyone good? When Jessica? you're talking about one person being an observer and one, like the other two people role playing, is that within your own like team you're saying mm -hmm. that you should be doing that? Okay. Well, if, well, no, um, that's what I've done when I have sales teams of three or more. When I only have one salesperson, I just coach them one-on-one. -on -one. Um, like, so for me, because I know I'm pretty good at this, I'm just coaching you guys, it's a little different. I don't need yeah. to be the role of the buyer, right? I'm pretty, you know, yeah. I, I would only be the role of the buyer to give Gregorio the opportunity to be the role. I don't need to do any of these roles. I'm just coaching you. I know how to do all three. So I'm just coaching you one, you know, one-to-one. -one. So once you get confident enough at this, Yes. If you had a, a sales team of two or more, you could coach them by doing that. But if you just have a sales team of one, which for a residential person, they can take 50, 60 calls a, a month full-time. So it's unlikely you're going to get uh, two or three salespeople. You would just be giving, you would be the definitive coach. Like I'm coaching you guys. You would. So yes, that that is how I've done it internally. When I've had teams of two or four or six, um, we break them up into groups of three. But if it's just you and another person, you're just playing. You do it the way I'm doing it for you. I'm playing whatever role you need. I'm I'm good with the training. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I like went before I did this program. I've had like train people to do estimates, and I just had them shadow me. Like, is that like how you would do it too? It's a great way to do it. Um, so oh, yeah. would you, would you have them, um, would you have them shadow you a thousand percent? So there's a difference between this is much better training. So like I said, you can practice in front of your clients. It's just more expensive. So yeah. I would probably do this kind of training before, during, and after they okay. started, but the shadowing would really just be at the beginning. So when they're first learning, I would do some of these trainings until I felt they were good enough. Well, they, they could watch me anytime so that I'd bring them on sales calls as soon as they were ready to start and watch me. And then once I've done a couple of these trainings with them and they watch me on a couple, then we would reverse. I would watch them do the training. I would watch them do the sale and I would shut up. And here's the hard part, guys. You got to shut up. So as long as yeah. they don't lie, even if they lie, even if they lie, shut up, call the customer back afterwards and say, I'm sorry, he made a mistake. I was, you know, I'm not saying let a lie stand, but shut up. It's so hard to let them do a terrible job in front of a client. You're just like, Oh my gosh. But 
you got to get off the, I'm not here to sell Jessica anything. I'm here to train Becca how to sell. So I'm really about that. And I'm just going to let it slide. Um, so yes, the, this training that we're the, the triad training or like what we're doing, you would be doing when they start probably daily, um, when they're okay. first, and then I'd probably have two, like a green and a red. Um, if they're on green light, we might get together once or twice a month just to make sure everything's cool. If the red, it'd probably be mandatory weekly training. So depending on how well they're doing, I would up, I would decrease or increase the frequency of the training. Okay. And then same with you being there, right? I might join them on sales calls one day a month. If you're not getting any complaints, they're doing good just to make sure all is cool. If I'm getting complaints or they're getting priced pro- improperly or the sales, you know, you'll see, you'll start seeing if things are go wrong. I might, I might join them yeah. once a week just to. I mean, I'd be eager to get at least one or two trained because I feel like it's nice. Whoever does the walkthrough with that client, if they start the initial cleaning with them, cause they already know them. And so that's where I feel like it. I do not, hold on, hold on. We do not want cleaners selling. They're completely. Oh, no. Never okay. yeah, we don't want that. No offense, but this is a, if this is done right, this is a 50 to hundred thousand dollar a year job. It's a very different skill set. Um, cleaners are 15 to $20 an hour job. So cleaners should not be doing this. And again, no offense, but if they're selling it and cleaning it, what the hell they need you for? Um, yeah, true. <laughs> So yeah, do not have cleaners. How do you know when you're ready to hire someone for that? When I, when it's just too much for me to do the selling? Yeah. When you start getting, you can start on part-time. They don't need to be full-time, but just put yourself in their shoes. Like, Hey, I get you three appointments a month. Well, no one's going to want that. I think the minimum, I mean, whatever you negotiate, if there's someone's like, that's what I want and they can actually do it, which is very going to be very hard to find fine, but really I'm going to work. So right now I really want you guys focusing on getting at least 10 of these bids a month. I probably wouldn't look to hire anyone else till I did it and I'd get good at the 10. So for you, Becca, if you're like, oh, I'm getting 10 of my cold, then yeah, you could be ready. This is, we're good. But if you're like, oh, I'm only doing two or three bids a month, let's focus almost exclusively on the bids. So I'm here because I don't want to get you guys bids, especially for the commercial. Yeah, That's not the case, right? Tiffany might be like three, four bids would be a great month for me. Like that's fine. So stakes are a little higher with Tiffany because Jessica can screw up a, a bid and be like, nah, there's seven more. Like, next week it's fine whereas tiffany's like ah no and again jessica screws up a job a bit it might be like 10 grand lifetime value whereas uh yeah tiffany might be a hundred thousand well here we are the end of the podcast and you made it great job uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me. But like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing. Share with a friend. Share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me in the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602 932 6431. 602 932 6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text. Say hey. Can't wait to meet you.